0: Hello, everybody, and thank you for tuning in to the Liberty Report. With us today is Daniel McAdams, our co-host. Daniel, good to see you. Good morning, Dr. Paul. How are you doing? Doing fine, thank you. Good, Ready to get to work. Get to work. That's right. I wish I could say, we are so important, we are going to change the world. (laughs) You know, I'm not naive to say that, but I, I don't know. Some people think I'm naive when I say... The philosophy that we talk about could change where ideas do have effect, do. and that's why we keep going, even with the realization of my limited abilities, And uh, as long as we recognize that. But, but truth is a powerful weapon, and uh, if we give a sincere effort to seeking out the truth, I think we can accomplish something. But today, um, we want to talk about Australia. It seems like we've been talking about them a lot. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, complaining a lot, too. But there's been some uh, resistance there. Uh, since people who in Australia stand up there. So they're not completely lost yet. Matter of fact, uh, sometimes when I look at what they're doing, I wish we'd have more of that here, yeah. you know, when they're standing up and resisting. But there's a headline that uh, uh, caught our attention today from the dossier. And it says, the apartheid state, Australia to impose lockdown on unvaccinated citizens. Oh, they're bad people, you know. They didn't do what the government told them. Even if it's dangerous, you know, you just do it because your safety comes, you know, in doing what the the government says. And uh, so, yeah, I don't think it's unfair to use the word apartheid because uh, they want to... Just seek out this group of people because of the crimes they committed. That is, they wanted to think for themselves and they wanted to have an opinion. And they wanted to, they had the audacity to act like they live in a free society where individuals make decisions. And they had the audacity to think that there was still this principle of doctor patient relationship and that the uh, doctor doesn't mean Dr. Fauci. You know, yeah. it, it's your personal physician and the patient. Uh, themselves are, are the ones who make, make these decisions. But anyway, uh, this is what they're preparing, and we're hoping that uh, uh, people will wake up and say, this doesn't make any sense. And, of course, their, their rationale about why uh, the greatest danger comes from the unvaccinated. It's been so well thoroughly examined already, even by the CDC leaks it out because it's it's there, yeah. you know, that the uh, unvaccinated is not necessarily a threat to anybody. Of course, you know, if, if the, the argument that, you know, convinces a lot of people, well, you, you, you know, what, if the vaccinations work, <laughs> What do you have to go through all this for? Why? Why create this havoc? Why create a a, a uh, uh, an apartheid state over something that uh, you, they, they don't have any evidence uh, to show that uh, uh, you, you know that there's harm done by the people who don't get vaccinated? And quite frankly, the more evidence that I look at, the more evidence I see that people. Should be paying attention to the pros and cons to to help them make their decision because there there certainly has been you know some complications uh, from the vaccines and there are complications that uh, that come from the booster shot, but they wouldn't say well we never said there would never be any complications. As a matter of fact, the people who who are very favorable toward the vaccines will say oh yeah they can be but. Uh, statistically they can manipulate statistics to make them say different things and of course if you can get a reliable statistician uh, you might decide well maybe it isn't always cracked up to be on uh, what uh, Fauci is promoting
1: yeah you mentioned the word choice and that's that's the essential thing that we promote here is the choice not pro or anti and as you say if you take it and you think it works then you should be comfortable But if, you know, our position has always been, if you lose the right to make critical health decisions for yourself and your family, then you've lost everything. And that's what we're fighting for, is the right for decision. On the issue, on the word uh, apartheid, it is absolutely accurate because the word means separation. And that's what the Australian government is doing. Uh, They've announced that on October 11th, New South Wales, which is the most populous state in Australia, Uh, we'll divide people up and segregate them between those who have taken the shot and those who have not taken the shot the people who have taken the shot can have a little bit of their freedoms back and there's a list little bit of their freedoms back the people that don't are literally under house arrest they cannot do anything and they said it's quote indefinite so indefinitely locked in your house so they've kept the australians already locked up months and months and months year year and a half And now they're going to open the door a little bit if you do what they say. And it's causing problems. And we've talked a lot about Australia and the fact that people are pushing back against this. We're seeing more and more of it. But the fact is, and we're going to show some scenes later, but the fact is, Dr. Paul, if any other country on earth was beating its citizens and shooting its citizens like the Australian government is doing, we would A, have sanctions immediately, and I would say B, it would be a Saddam Hussein type of invasion going on but somehow they get away with it let's do a couple of clips because we want to show people we want to give due credit to Jordan Schachtel uh, and this is his piece he writes it in his um, substack the dossier uh, and so that's uh, that's worth looking here's the next clip if we can Uh, this is from this is from that Uh, he put a tweet in there and here's the deputy premier John Barilaro he says the message to the unvaccinated is you will not achieve any further freedom unless you get vaccinated. What a thug. What an absolute and utter thug. Uh, And they're awful evil people. And let's see a little bit, let's watch a a minute of this clip. And it's a long clip, we don't wanna play the whole thing, but this just gives a taste of literally the hell on earth that is Australia right now. If we can have that video clip and just play, I I, I think I noted how much we wanna play of it. Go ahead. isn't it amazing how
0: there can be a conversion of probably very decent living people that's been probably doing some decency and modify it in in managing, you know, problems that they have and all of a sudden turned it into the mob themselves. Yeah. And, you know, I keep thinking about, you know, the apartheid. That's an imprisonment. And I think that has something to do with uh, uh, discrimination. It sounds discriminatory to what they're, what they're doing. Uh, and also, when, when you take away a person's freedom, and, and they actually admit that, that if you don't behave, you're going to lose your freedom with due process of law. What, what, about, the, what about the due process that was, uh, you know, began many years ago? like in 1512 trying to tell people you have to be charged with a crime before you can you know take away their freedoms in this case what is the freedom? They have decided that they wanted to bear the risk of their medical care uh, by themselves without a bureaucrat coming and telling them. And so there's a lot of violations here, a lot of cancellation of rights that took hundreds of years to establish. But it seems like it takes a long, long time to establish some of these principles. At the same time, you know, the conversion of a, of a group of people who seem to be upright citizens all at once are turned around and beaten the living daylights out of their citizens yeah. be- because they said, well, you know, I think it's my choice on on what kind of medicine I take.
1: Yeah, it's terrible. And we collected a few headlines on this. I think they're from Reuters. Most of them are. Let's look at it really quickly. This next uh, this next uh, photo. This yeah, this is from Reuters. Sydney's unvaccinated warned of social isolation. Quote, uh, officials warn <clears throat> unvaccinated face quote difficult life indefinitely the numbers are climbing even after the lockdowns let's look at the next one this is melbourne i think it's also from reuters this is this is people should scratch their heads melbourne cases hit record despite two months of lockdowns normal people would say gosh maybe this isn't working maybe there's something wrong with lockdowns maybe they're not all they were cracked up to be as the rest of the world has for the most part understood but of course they don't want to do that they want to blame the evil people so just leave that up for one second they say they're blaming home parties to watch sporting events that's behind everything it's people having a couple friends over to watch sporting events but that's also pretty suspicious too because we've been showing pictures here in the US of hundred thousand people watching a football game together without a mask so Maybe we don't have the same kind of people as they do, but I wanna do one final thing because buried in this story, if we can look at the next one, this is something critical that as usual, the mainstream media buries. Authorities have ditched a COVID zero strategy from that article. And that is the most significant thing because the entire lockdown regimen was predicated on the idea that we must stamp out COVID completely, completely gone. And that's why it was so totalitarian for them to do this. This is an admission that the strategy absolutely failed, produced nothing, but they're keeping the same mentality, which is totalitarianism, and just simply adopting it to a new strategy, which is take the shot or stay home and get locked in your cellar.
0: You know, the um, effort in a uh, parliamentary procedure is such that uh, I've thought about a lot. Of how am I gonna convert some people in Washington to the position of freedom? And uh, especially in the monetary issue. And uh, did, I, I knew early on that there was there were two arguments that you shouldn't bother with. Not, not when you're dealing with politicians. One is a moral argument. You know, uh, do you think they're gonna listen to morality of, of infringing on liberty? The other one uh, is, uh, of course, in the U.S., uh, it would be the uh, U.S. Constitution. Yeah. Um, I think that's sort of been put aside. <laughs> <laughs> they care about the Constitution as long as they can rewrite it as they go along. As they go. So then there, there's a couple other ways that people can be convinced that maybe we could get people to come our way. Uh, what the, the other thing is, uh, you, you know, is it, powerful is the practicality of it. And I think there's a little bit of that working on now because they, they keep asking the question about uh, why 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 are the uh, non-vaxxers harmful if masks work? If vaccines work, you know it's a it's a practical question. Even though they haven't come to the proper conclusion but then there's one other factor uh, probably not involved in Australia or any of these other places maybe this is just in the United States that there are lobbyists (laughs) involved you know trying to pass laws where they're going to make more money and the medical profession is like that it's been that way for a long time and it's probably a Especially uh, bad under today's circumstances, so the um, to to argue the, against the uh, the lobbyists and the money and uh, also the practicality of some of this takes a long time and uh, and, and you know it's sad, but uh, I, I, I don't think that people should give up on the moral and the constitutional arguments because ultimately that's the only thing that will count yeah but uh on the short run of uh being a de- in a de- in a short-term debate on the next piece of legislation and you're trying to convert some legislators <laughs> they're not going to pay any attention but when i was working in washington I never thought that my job was to convert the people in Washington. Yeah. I, I didn't think they were uh, salvageable most for the most part. But there were people, and there still are, and we reach them, many of them. Are you know watching our program, and uh, they were very, very interested in a totally different approach. But right now uh, we're in the midst of this conflict on how you change a policy, and uh, and and it's very frustrating. More and more doctors. We talked about thousands of doctors getting together now, uh, uh, demanding that that we follow the Hippocratic oath. Yeah. You know, so it 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 does change, but it changes slowly. but uh, we have to recognize just what is the nature of the enemy.
1: Yes. Well, we'll close out the segment on Australia with a slight good news story because we've got to do something otherwise. It's just revolting. Let's look at this next clip. Now, this is a little bit of good news. Australia's corporations rebel against government's draconian COVID lockdowns. Finally, the corporations are waking up and the leaders, It's, the, it's this is from Zero Hedge, this is a uh, The leaders of many of Australia's biggest companies, including BHP, Macquarie, and Qantas, have signed a letter demanding that the government acknowledge it's time to, quote, learn to live with the virus, as many other countries have done since COVID zero has finally been exposed as an impossible dream. As we've said literally from the beginning, and this is from the uh, now-banned Berenson, Virus, gun, of virus. The countries that recognize that first, like Sweden, Belarus, and a few other countries, they've gone through it, and certainly no worse, and in many cases, better than those that have locked down, certainly better even than Australia.
0: Yes, and uh, right now, the frustration uh, for many of us is how the corporations uh, right now n- not only uh, are complacent and go along but they're they really carry out some of the worst tactics of the government and i'm thinking i'm thinking right now about censorship and they are in in partnership and they do this and the government the policies say oh we don't want to have any mandates against public you know public speaking you know you can say whatever you want but uh, the corporations can come in and they seem to be able to get away with this pretense that they're independent-minded and they're practicing the First Amendment by just penalizing anybody that disagrees with the government. So uh, the... The, there's a big difference between what a corporation and a business person is like in a free market because they may be very very rich but you don't hate their guts because they're rich and provide a good service for people but at the same time if uh if, the, if they're in bed with government and they benefit from the problems you know when, when the big one comes the big economic crisis comes we can, can go either way it can wake up people and they decide freedom is better than slavery and come, come in our direction but other Others may just say, well, uh, they throw in the towel and they say, well, uh, you know, the people who seem to be thriving. But I tell you what, it, it'll be a, uh, a, a time when those of us who believe in true liberty, we ought to work hard to present our case.
1: Yeah. Well, let's switch over to the next topic of three and let's put up that next clip that will explain what we're going to talk about. This is from Summit News again. Steve Watson does a great job. Republicans warn that the Department of Homeland Security is planning to fire unvaxxed Border Patrol agents. Now, this is in- interests us on a couple of levels, Dr. Paul, but uh, House Judiciary C- uh, Committee Ranking Member Jim Jordan wrote a letter to the Secretary of the Department of Homeland Security, Mayorkas, saying, while our border is facing a serious crisis, we have learned that you are threatening to terminate a significant portion of the Customs and Border Protection workforce.
0: Yes. You know, and uh, the, the, the one person that presents a case that sounds good on the surface is Soros. You know, we, we want a, a free society. We want an open society. So, sounds pretty good. And then there are some people who say, well, there should be absolutely no borders. But in a natural sense, in a uh, in a libertarian society, people are allowed to congregate together, you know, and decide that they have a home together, and uh, that means that they will segregate and they will get along uh, with with their friends and neighbors. But that is not permitted uh, under these circumstances. They want to throw that aside and uh, and and make sure that uh, you know the government makes all these decisions, and of course uh, that is where the real. Tra- comes.
1: And I don't know if it's maliciousness or incompetence or some mix of the two, but this is very related to what we've been talking about. We're in the middle of a healthcare crisis with the pandemic and what have you, hospitals overflowing. So what do we do? Let's fire <laughs> tens of thousands of nurses. And that's what's happening. We have a crisis on the border. Oh, it's a humanitarian crisis. It's an illegal immigration crisis. Whatever your perspective on immigration, it's a crisis on the border. So what's the solution? Fire all the border guards. Fire all the border guards. Get rid of the police, and, and it's. Uh, it- I don't know what the answer is about this administration, but the incompetence is breathtaking.
0: You know, last year, when there was uh, more television coverage of uh, the streets being in total violence, in in two ways, economically, there were the tent cities and the terrible, terrible uh, conditions that they were created. At the same time, uh, you, you know, the hoodlums took over. And uh, in broad daylight, with police cars sitting there, they could break in windows and just walk past the police yeah. and carry away... Uh, uh, they're they're looped. and uh, they they did this and and, and uh, what was the answer well police brutality. It, you know, we've done a few programs over the years yeah. on the militarization of the police because very often during the, uh, you know, their enforcement of the drug war, uh, there was the type of police brutality we would still condemn. But that's not what this is. This is a sort of insanity coming to light. So innocent people are being uh, damaged. Their property is being destroyed and, and stolen. And uh, they're not allowed to own a weapon uh, to defend themselves in their family so well maybe the police will help us no no we fired them we got rid of them that that really makes a lot of sense that's why you know the practical argument eventually comes about you know on on trying to get back to normalcy is in a practical sense and you think uh, why why don't the people of venezuela say you know maybe the practical answer is isn't there a better way to use our wealth? We have natural wealth in this country. Yeah. Maybe, maybe freedom is the answer. Maybe property rights are the answer instead of having this distortion and people keep getting poorer and poorer.
1: Yeah. Well, let's move on to our last segment if we're, if we're ready, Dr. Paul. And this is something that we've been talking about a lot. It's, um, uh, let's put up the next clip because this is a problem for the administration. And this is from AP, and they are definitely not necessarily on our side when it comes to health freedom it's an important point some fear boosters will hurt drive to reach the unvaccinated and we've talked about the administration has a real problem because on the one hand they want to roll these boosters out but on the other hand they want to say at the same time the shots are safe and extremely effective and those two things are at loggerheads they can't both be true at the same time unless you're telling us there's something very different about the booster that wasn't in the original And so what they're noticing, and this is from the AP article, it's it's certainly not us saying it, but the um, the number of people now getting vaccinated has has fallen, has plummeted by more than 50 percent since they first started talking about boosters. And this is from the article, Dr. Jason, Dr. Jason Goldman, physician in Coral Springs, Florida, said, quote, many of my patients are saying if we need a third dose, what's the point? And it's a problem. I don't know what the answer is for the administration, but it's a real, a real problem because those two things can't both be true at the same time. Right.
0: And I think there's more information now. Just. Uh by word of mouth and that is that uh, they know people have been getting sick from the booster and there are problems that come from boosters and it it doesn't solve the problem of the uh, already vaccinated matter of fact things seem to get worse uh, for them and they do now have statistics to show that vaccinated people get it and you know if you have natural immunity you don't get it twice you know this sort of thing but uh, they, uh, they've, been, they've been doing this uh, you know, for a long time and uh, statistics are important. And one thing is, is how many people are getting problems from the booster? Uh, I have a member of my family that had a s- severe reaction from the second shot, mm-hmm. trying to do the same thing and a job was involved and all this thing. And, uh, and, but that wasn't reported. So yep. there's so many not reported, and then the ones who do finally search this out, the numbers are pretty startling. I, I don't, I'm, I'm not going to say this is true because I don't want to believe it.
1: Yeah, yeah. But there,
0: there are some information Hope out there false. about that. Uh, but one thing that they have, once again, you know, when they were reporting cases, they could do whatever they want, do a lot of tests that uh, if you search long enough, you can get more cases and more infections going on to, to prove that the pandemic is way out of control. To prove that uh, there are less complications from getting a shot, uh, nobody's had, had a, a, a vaccination, you know, a boost, and they haven't been vaccinated uh... If, if for for fourteen days mm-hmm. so if you get your shot or one two three four up to fourteen days they're not counted mm-hmm. as related to the vaccination and you know this has been reported and uh... i'd like people you know to <laughs> you know if they've heard of things like this yeah. that I, I think the truth will come out finally on this i happen to think since since i have personal experience of knowing some people who got very very sick yeah. after and there's been a lot even reported in the papers somebody had a shot and they had a heart attack or yeah. stroke
1: yeah i was going to say someone in my family had a real severe reaction to the second shot he dropped dead so uh, that's <laughs> about as severe as you can get um but uh, so we'll see, it's a problem they have and they're not explaining it very well. We, you know, we don't take a side, but they're not explaining it very well. I was gonna kind of end up with a couple things, Dr. Paul, and this is something that I just saw as we, were, as we were getting ready to go on the show. This is Senator Feinstein. It's probably a good way to end the show because Senator Feinstein would love nothing more than to be just like Australia. She is an authoritarian. The people in her party and many people in the other party are also authoritarians. They wanna tell you what to do. Well, she has introduced a bill that would force Americans to take a vaccine or take a test to be able to fly within the United States. First of all, if you just care about business, it'll decimate the air travel industry. If you care about freedom, it'll decimate our freedom. Uh, these people will like nothing more than for us to be just like apartheid uh, Australia. Mm-hmm. My final thing would be to again remind our viewers, we are moving more toward free speech platforms. Our conference from Washington, DC, will be is being put up on odyssey so if you go to the odyssey website search for ron paul we have a playlist uh, we're putting him up every day or so a new talk today's talk is a fantastic fantastic talk uh from representative thomas massey you'll laugh you'll cry you'll giggle <laughs> and it's a great talk if anyone who's heard of him speak knows what a great speaker he is and what a formidable intellect he is so go over to odyssey search ron paul Uh, and you'll be able to watch these, and we have, I think,
0: five or six more to put up. You know, I've always been the first one to admit that I never quite understood how the internet was created and how it works and the mechanics of it. It just hasn't been of interest to me, but I recognized very early on of the potential benefits of spreading of information uh, through the internet, and we've made use of that. We do that now, and hopefully we're uh, communicating at the very moment with a lot of lot of people, and I think that that is pretty important. But we also know that we're threatened. Uh, Daniel mentioned yesterday that RPI uh, was b- banned on their Twitter account, and uh, we we don't know uh, uh, you know whether we'll ever be included. In that. But I'm, I've always said at the beginning, I anticipate, well, there will be problems, technical problems and political problems. Uh, but I, I believe the people that are involved uh, at, very early on, and even now, many libertarians like the fascination of how the Internet works. And I thought, well, there's a lot of smart people out there they'll come up with another option and there is competition for the social media of course when you compare it uh, there's a uh, a big difference and I think that one of the reasons is there's been a lot of assistance uh, passed on to the large uh, large companies because I don't, I don't consider them a uh, an example of what happens in a free market society so there's there's this effort made it's out there we know a little bit about it and we put up our uh our speeches on other websites and there there has to be a way of doing this i think it's going to develop who knows what's going to happen to some of those companies sometimes sometimes a company just disappear under certain circumstances that nobody could quite understand but because they are based on some bad assumptions uh i wouldn't be totally shocked that some of these very very big companies are all of a sudden going to have financial problems Uh, i mean they've done quite well with being part of the system and part of the establishment and part of the deep state but that doesn't guarantee anything so something's going to happen so all the smart people out there that know about it and the options we will keep offering it our program the best way we can to make sure that uh, our voices aren't silenced. And uh, I think right now uh, we've been able to uh, skirt, the, skirt those who would like to silence us, but uh, that is still in place now and we have to deal with it. And that is uh, we have to get more and more people to understand what the First Amendment means when you have free speech. And it's been challenged. It's been known for hundreds of years, but right now there's a lot of people who don't have the biggest idea of what uh, free speech is actually means freely expressing yourself you mean and I keep thinking of it that uh, to simplify it I've always said the First Amendment was not there to allow us to talk about the weather but it allowed us to say something controversial about our own government and sometimes that is not honored and respected in our system today I want to thank everybody for tuning in today to the Liberty Report Please come back soon.